0: you a parent of a child with autism, just received a diagnosis, just wanting to learn more about it? Bringing Up Autism is a podcast where five AZ moms talk about having children on the spectrum. Come join us as we bring up autism. Hello, everyone. Um, we're doing a podcast this week about traveling with the kids or just going out in general with them. And it's just us three, uh, Matilda, Laura, and Teresa today. Since the two others are busy, um, sick, or uh, they're busy with their kiddos. So we just wanted to start out this week um, saying any tips and tricks about going out with our kids. Like, do you guys have any things that you guys do going out to the grocery stores with your kids?
1: Uh.
2: I'm just trying to think. So my kid just likes to be with me in the grocery store. So he wants to just sit in the cart and he wants to grab the little plastic bags that you put vegetables in. And he wants to put all the cans in there. So in order to go to the grocery store, I have to keep him occupied okay, so you want to put some stuff in your bag. Let's put some stuff in your bag. Um, he usually will ask for candy or something like that. And because I am that mother, he will usually get it. <laughs> um, with my kid, bribery works. Except for today, when I tried to get him to take his medicine, he didn't even want a toy or candy. So I said, cool. <laughs> but I just keep him occupied. I give him a job to do. So he likes to take the groceries and put them in the cart. Or he likes to take his groceries that he buys for himself and put them next to him. That's usually how I keep him occupied at the grocery.
1: It's kinda of similar. He's a little older, so he um he just wants to go. So he's happy to be on the go all the time. I mean he wants the minute we get home he, he raises his hand when he thinks we're gonna go somewhere and then he'll raise his hand right away. So our things are we go prepared. So we take the tablet, the headphones, because those are those are just necessities everywhere we go. So sometimes we won't use them if he decides he's gonna the cart or get something off the shelves but you know we try to limit that just because if we open the door for one thing then it's going to be everything and not everything he can manage you know whether it's a glass jar or something so we try to just keep him busy with pushing the cart I'm always telling him hands on the cart hands on the cart you know just so he doesn't wander uh-huh. uh, because I can sometimes get distracted and so I always try to teach him to like Hands on the cart, hold on, with, you know, both hands. We always take the tablet and the earphones just because that just seems to be kind of our go-to when there's a problem or if he needs the distraction or if he needs the headphones if something is super loud or um, something like that. So those are the things that we always take if we know that we're going to be in any length of time to have a distraction. Even if it's just in the car, he really doesn't do well unless he has his tablet and his headphones.
0: Yeah, that's similar with my my son. Yeah, like we have like a little bit of toys in the car, but it's only he'll like play with them for so long. And then he'll just want to watch the phone or like the movie. But um, see, I was wondering recently, he's been putting his hands on his ears whenever he hears something loud. And I was like, because I know he has headphones whenever he watches his like videos. But I don't know if I should get like different headphones for like noise canceling ones just for loud sounds or can we can we use his headphones or what do you guys think i should do
2: for us yeah same with us we have the special ones that you use for like when you have fireworks or really loud noises but then we also have the headphones for his tablet because they do separate things
0: okay one
2: actually blocks out really loud noises like a muffler And the other earphones are just to keep his tablet quiet. Yeah.
1: And for us, um, he doesn't, he definitely responds to loud noises, but the headphones with just his movie and his uh, music, he likes music on YouTube and stuff like that, that is enough to distract him from what's going on. So for us, we have not needed to have both. Um, Mm. But I know there are a lot of kids that require those noise canceling um, headphones. But for us, we haven't had to do that because. Just the, he always listens to it too loud anyway. So I put it on and I'm like, oh my oh, God, what's happening? What's happening? You're going to be sad. Oh my goodness. You're going to ruin your eardrum. So he kind of keeps it loud anyway. So.
0: That reminds me when I take my son to my doctor's office because I don't have anybody else to watch him. And I, as soon as we get there, I have to turn the volume down. I'm like, Miles, this is too loud. Like everyone's like yeah. watching his movie.
1: When you can hear it. through
2: the headphones. <laughs> You hear somebody say, Yeah, that's a really good movie. Good yeah. Choice, bud. <laughs> and you're just like, What? Oh, man. <laughs> see, my husband does that. Like, he he in his headphones, like, I'll try to talk to him downstairs. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Hey, babe, what's this? And it's just, his headphones are so stinking loud. I'll turn the TV on the next day. And it's like, whoosh of sound. I'm like, how can you listen to that? It's just so loud. Oh, now That's how our son is.
1: He he listens to it pretty loud. I'm always having to, I mean, that's one of the reasons why we have to have the headphones because I'm like, it's just, your tablet's just too loud. I mean, too loud. It's dangerously loud, but it is. The tablet not that you're talking device.
0: about, is it the AAC device or do you have like different tablets for that?
1: We definitely have different tablets because his talker, which is what we call it, his AAC device, Mm-hmm. Um, we don't allow him to do anything but to, um, use it for that purpose. Okay. So he has two, so he has his talker and then he has his tablet and, um, they're totally separate. We, we kind of, we talked about having one because it does have the capability where you can toggle between the the words and the internet. hmm but for us, we just didn't want, we really wanted him to be able to focus on that. And like when he's at school, um, because he is one of those kiddos that gets, he loves distractions. So when he's got demands placed on him at school or whatever, he would be the, the kid that would toggle to the internet and ignore.
0: Oh, him, not okay. Ask the questions.
1: So for us, we didn't want him to have that capability Um, We wanted it just when you're at school and you're doing, working with therapists or whatever, we want you to stay focused on using that instead of him having the ability to toggle Um, because he's very smart. He always figures out. He can't seem to listen to me when I tell him to take and put a toy up, but he definitely can learn how to toggle and get to the end. (laughs)
0: Okay, so for when, whatever you guys are getting into, the, does um, your son, does he still sit in a car seat or like a booster or something like that, Teresa?
1: Well, uh, years ago, I had, he suffered from torticollis really bad, so he leans. like he, he will watch his tablet like this. Okay. <laughs> so um, he always needed support. Because he leans so bad. He'll actually, like, fall out of a chair. Because he gets so lost in what he's watching. So in the car seat, we felt like it was unsafe. Because he's too big for a car seat. So we went to a place called New Motion. And had him fitted for a harness. And the harness uh, fits in our car. And it just has, like, a, a little flat seat. And then the harness is attached to it. So you put him in the harness and you put the seatbelt over it. So it's not necessarily a car seat and it's a little different than a booster. It's definitely, it's definitely specially designed Mm. and it it gives that support. You know, if we're going somewhere, he doesn't need it like by law. Yeah. He meets all the requirements as far as height and weight to sit in a seatbelt. So, you know, if I'm taking him to school or something down the road, it's easy to just put him in a seatbelt. I don't have to worry about him being totally unsafe. But, like, for any type of long trip or anything like that, I mean, that harness is definitely much more support for... Is he
0: good about, like, keeping, like, the strap on for the buckles and everything?
1: Luckily, he's very... Ezra is very much about the routine and the rules. So since he's always watched my husband and I put our seatbelt on, Mm -hmm. you know, we have... You know, your cars, when you put it in reverse, you know that the car locks will lock. Yeah. So he's very particular about the order of which things go so when we if like let's say i open the door and get out to get the mail
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then it might not lock you know the, the automatic lock might not click in he'll immediately tap my shoulder and it has to happen he has to have that locked if i pull out of the garage and go to put the garage door and i haven't put my seatbelt on he <laughs> He's got, you've got to, you've got to do it in the order that he deems it necessary. So he doesn't do that. I know there's lots of kids, my grandkids, they want to crawl out of the car seat, but he has never been one of them because he's just like, this is the way it's done. We do this and you have to do it. So fortunately we don't have to worry about it. But if we did, that harness would stop that because you can't get out of that. I, I almost have a hard time getting out of that. Oh, okay. There's like clips and some other clips across the chest. I mean, it's a, it's a whole production. So, uh, yeah, he's, he's not getting out of that.
0: Yeah. My son is good about it too. Like he knows, um, Whenever I say, like, get in his car seat, Miles, he knows to get up, like, in his car seat and sit down. Like, I have to do, like, the buckle, like, put his hands underneath and everything. I just don't know later, like, if he'll want to, like, start taking it off himself. And I'm worried about that. But for now, it's, like, he's good about keeping it on. So I'm happy about that for now. What about you, Laura? How are you guys doing with your car seats and buckling and staying seated?
2: He's fine. Um, he actually like Teresa was saying he'll tell me if I forget to buckle him in because I have been time Aww. there have been times where I've been so distracted, and he'll like ask me to do something and then like, I'll put the buckles on, but I'll forget to tighten it. Ugh. He's like, Mommy, you forgot to tighten. I'm like, you're right, buddy. so I'll go in and tighten it or I'll forget to do one of the straps, and he'll tell me, but he's usually pretty good about not trying to escape. Um thank goodness, but he is a forty pound almost four year old. So he's a pretty big boy, just muscular wise. So his car seat, I mean, it can go up to 60 pounds, but he's going to need a booster once he hits that 60 pound mark, because he's not going to be able to sit in the car seat. But now he's pretty good right now with his car seat. He'll stay seated. And usually I bring the tablet or something to keep him occupied so he won't think about wanting to get out. Yeah. Yeah. Thank goodness.
1: Yeah. Thank goodness for tablets. I mean, when my adult children were No, we didn't have those kind of things.
2: (laughs) Yes, they have been a lifesaver. Do you guys
0: bring, like, snacks, like, specific snacks when you guys go out? Or is it just, like, on a way where you just bring things like you need?
2: Oh, no. We have to bring snacks. (laughs) Like, we bring fruit snacks. He's obsessed with those thinking fruit snacks. But he calls them goggies. I don't Mm -hmm. know how we came up with it. But we have to bring fruit snacks. And then we have to make sure that we bring, like, those little Applesauce things. Oh with the yeah, twist pops. the Go Go's the applesauce. Mm hmm. Yep. <laughs> and then he wants the yogurt, and then I buy like little cereal packages, anything like that. But if I don't bring fruit snacks, he gets very annoyed with me. So that's the one thing we have to bring with us in the car. Everything else he'll sacrifice. But not they the don't fruit melt snack.
0: in the car, or like does he eat them before they can melt? <laughs> <laughs>
2: So when I pick them up from daycare, sometimes I'll bring them from the house, and it's like a five-minute drive, so it's not too bad. Mm. Um, otherwise, I have, like, this little bag that's insulated. and that's Oh, like- okay. Yeah, you know, for us, we never had to do any of that because he was, so, um,
1: you know, he was, his stomach was being pumped with liquid, you know, all the time. so, but he no longer had the feeding tube, and he eats by mouth. Um, we kind of went through a period where we carried stuff with us, but now that he's older, most of our trips are fairly quickly, you know, so like
0: uh-huh.
1: we don't bring up a lot of stuff, you know, like, cause he'll want to bring his Batman and, and everything, you know, all the things. So we just have kind of limited that cause he can get a little obsessed about all that stuff. So we try to not do that. And we might, if we're going to be out and about, I might use like, oh, we'll go through McDonald's if you're good, mm-hmm. if you can manage, we're going to go to this store and this store and if you're good, then I'll stop and get McDonald's. So sometimes I use that as a reward. And I yeah. think that if he's in the car, he wouldn't be as motivated to do what I want him to do. So sometimes I use that as a bribe to stop and get him because he loves, loves, loves McDonald's for, for the Happy mm-hmm. Meal boy. Um and other times, if it's just going to be a quick trip, I don't do those snacks as much just because they're so long, we had to watch him so closely, you know, when we're driving, I could just never keep a close enough eye on him. But so luckily, we haven't had to do that very much. Now, when we're traveling on a plane and that kind of stuff where uh, I can't control, like, when we're going to eat or where there's going to be food...
0: Yeah, I was. That was the next thing I was going to ask you guys. Like, have you traveled like far distances with your kids again? Yeah.
1: We have. we have done road trips, long road trips, like three day road trips. Um, and we have flown. We actually just recently flew to Ohio, and I do come fully prepared. I mean, tablet, headphones, drinks, snacks, treats. We stop in the airport and buy him whatever he wants, just because that kind of Keeps him entertained and excited. <sighs> so yeah, we're completely, we're all about the snacks and whatever he wants to make our lives easier, especially when yeah, when you're traveling in an airport and things like that. We have a whole backpack. Full of- <laughs> 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 yeah,
0: I was our. Um, oh, you can go first.
2: <laughs> I was just say the farthest I've traveled before in Minnesota to see my family. I think the oh, last wow. time, that's the last time he's seen his grandparents um, from Minnesota. We were going to go out this last July, but we weren't able to do that. So when I, of course, one and a half, he was still not eating as much as he, he is now. But before we just made sure we had a ton of toys. We made sure we had new things that he hadn't seen before. Because I was reading, if you bring a new toy that they've never seen, it might give you a little extra enjoyment. And so we did that. Um, did you guys fly or drive? And... We flew. We okay. Flew. And so, of course, the way there, he slept the entire time. The way back, he cried the entire time. And nothing we did soothed him. But we just were prepared with a ton of toys and just a ton of stimulating things to keep him occupied.
1: I agree with what you're saying, Laura, about having something new, things they haven't seen. And that's why we always let him get something like at those little airports kiosk and things like that because it's exciting to him and it's new Mm -hmm. and he thinks it's fun so it does it definitely those kind of things definitely help I mean it doesn't cover a four-hour flight but (laughs) right
2: (laughs) gives you that extra 10 um, minutes
0: we traveled last year for the first time we flew to um, San Jose just because we wanted to go out there and like I didn't know like how like busy it is in the airport and like bringing the stroller bringing the car seat through the airport it's like a lot it's a lot of work <laughs> and that was our first time and I was just like oh my gosh it's a lot like I couldn't imagine flying alone like I probably I couldn't do it like flying alone with my kids
1: <laughs> yeah we didn't when he was alone. we uh it was just too much because he had you know the airport so strict about like mm-hmm. Formula and all that kind of stuff, and he had a feeding pump which had liquid in it, and it was just too much. So we, uh, my husband and I, we drove to Ohio and we drove to Georgia um, with him, and you know, and it took us a couple days of driving, but
2: it was just easier. It was just easier. Yeah,
0: that just reminds me. So we went because I. they they say like all empty empty out your water bottles when you first like the first sign that it says and then I didn't know that my son's sippy cup had like water in it so we we pushed it through and then um his dad was like oh they're testing his water I'm like are you serious it's just like in a sippy cup but that's like that's the rules but like geez like it's in a sippy cup
1: (laughs) yeah it's it's uh it's really a hassle so Mm -hmm. you just have to be really prepared I mean yeah, I just always take his cup because he has a very specific cup that he drinks from. And then, yeah. again, that's one of the things that we buy once we get through security. We go get yeah. him a Powerade and, you know, he gets one of those little juices with, the you know, those little figures on the top, mm-hmm. uh, those little mm-hmm. sippy things. So we always do that once we get through. And, again, it's something exciting for him. And,
0: <laughs> and yeah, Do you guys like he's, driving he's, far? Because that's like a few days of driving.
1: Yeah, to like. We love it oh actually. Gosh. I could be that person that like traps <laughs> an RV for a month. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys I have a big we... car? No. <laughs> no. No. Oh my gosh. No. The, the first time we drove it, uh, it was just my husband and I, and we had like a SUV kind of vehicle, and we did sleep in it in the snow at a rest stop. I'm going to say that was cold and miserable. But for the most part, um, yeah, we just drive all day and we stop and, you know, you have the luxury of stopping and seeing some sights, you know, sight all Yeah. Day and we always Google like the best barbecue or the best food in the area, try some different things. So, yes, yeah, so we kind of just take our time. So, yeah, it does take us driving to Ohio, it does take us a, a good three days. But it's just easier, like, you know, with Ezra to have all of our stuff and just, have the luxury of because uh, you know, we flew to San Diego recently and he all of a sudden has decided that when we leave home this is a new thing he holds it so like it's like he still wears a diaper even though he's 10 and <laughs> he's starting now that he's not on a feeding tube all the time he's starting to I think he's aware that he's going to the bathroom um and so I think he's self-conscious of it but so he holds it, and we actually had to extend our rental car that we had while we were there and drive home and cancel our flight because he was so miserable. Like he he wouldn't walk around the San Diego Zoo because he was in so much pain because he'd been holding it for so long. Oh so no! We drove home, and then once we got home, we got home like in the middle of the night, and by the next day he had you know filled up like three diapers and felt better and was like, okay, I'm good. I was like, we drove all night because I thought like something was seriously wrong. And it Uh was just because, you know, he was in so much pain. So that's a new thing that that when we traveled to Ohio, uh, one day I actually came back to the room and was like, gave him some privacy and said like, okay, you got to go to the bathroom before we leave again, yeah, to make sure that he was able to go and then we could go on about our day. So. So yeah, that's something that now we're going to have to be very aware of when we're traveling away from home. Things we never thought we'd have to deal with. but Yeah. Apparently that's the thing for him. He's just, you know, is old enough to understand that and not feel comfortable about maybe urinating in a diaper while people are around, whereas before he never even noticed it. Yeah. So I don't know. So we have some weird things that we have to be aware of now.
0: That reminds me of that so um, I get diapers through our insurance, and I um since my son was like taking off his diapers recently, I'm like oh maybe he's ready for potty training, so I or I told them I told them to order pull ups for this month. And then all of a sudden, now he's like doesn't even take off his diaper anymore. For like when he used to pee like just a speck in the diaper, like he'd want to take it off. And now he's like, oh, I'm comfortable with the big diaper, and I'm just like, really, like we need to we need to get changed. <laughs> like he'll walk around and it'll look like he has like a big sack of diaper, and I'm like, Miles, we need a new diaper. <laughs> he's like, but he doesn't mm-hmm. tell me. But <laughs> we just have to wait until this he's ready to
1: yeah, they go through little stages. How old is he again?
0: He's three and a half. Three
1: and a half, so it might be a little bit longer. Um, yeah, I, I was know, told,
0: cause, so, because um, I had to get a prescription from his pediatrician to get diapers from the insurance. And I, I believe she told me um, for autistic kids, it the, the age for potty training for boys, it's like normal until they're four years old. Like they'll... they'll Get potty trained around four years old. I did. I was like, oh, so it's a little bit later than like neurotypical kids.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, our son's ten. So <laughs> it might never happen. Is it? Does remember. he
0: wear diapers or pull-ups? Diapers. I can't even uh, imagine.
1: I can't even imagine pull-ups with a dirty diaper. That would just. I, I'm sorry, but
0: that's, that's what that was recently because the pull-ups they are a lot smaller and they don't hold as much as diapers do. So. When I was like, I ordered the pull-ups, I was like, oh, man, if he doesn't want to do it, like, if he's, if he's not pulling down the pull-up, then we're going back to diapers.
1: Yeah, we, um, we've tried everything. We actually have a special, we had to get a special authorization for special diapers because, uh-huh. you know, he, when he was on a feeding pump, he, he was just filling up. The amount the diaper would hold was not enough. Yeah. So now, and now that he's holding it, when he does go... It would actually probably a pull-up would probably fall down. It, and then pull-ups on a ten-year-old, they're just they don't fit very well and yeah, it's not comfortable. He get he would get like um, chafing, like rubbing on his skin, and even in the diapers <clears throat> deal with that. That's why I'm so adamant with now that he's back in the school setting. I'm so adamant that they um, change him properly and correctly. And it's been a battle. I mean, that's a whole other podcast, but. <laughs> Yeah,
0: <laughs> now, like today, I um, I enrolled my school, my son for preschool, and they want to do like an IEP and everything. So I'm gonna like ask you guys for like advice, because we're barely just getting started with this.
1: <laughs> and it'll change. It'll change over the years, you know, um, you just kind of, you got to go through the evaluation process and see what they recommend. And then mm-hmm. whatever they recommend, you just want to add a little bit to it. You know, yes. to make sure everything that he, you they possibly can to make it easier for him. So, yeah. Yeah, that's a whole other podcast, too. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole
0: different one. <laughs> do you guys have any other um, advice
2: for going out with kids? Let me see if I can think of any. I have a plan for meltdowns.
0: Ooh. Like, what's going
2: to happen if they do have a meltdown? Are you going to let it get to you? Or are you just going to be calm about it? Walk away, take them out? you know, if they have a meltdown, do they know that you're going to just up and leave and you'll come back for groceries later? Or are you just going to have them sit through it and talk with them through it in the middle of the grocery store?
1: Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing is kind of just knowing. I, I mean, I think that as parents of kids that have these type of um, issues, I think we're always prepared, right? I mean, we always know that there's a possibility. Um, we always have conversations, like with our son, we always kind of, prepare to set him up for success, it doesn't always go that way. But I feel like if we explain to him, like, what our plan is, so I always try to tell him, like, we're going to go to the store, but we are not going to buy any Batman. We are not buying toys. Uh Or I will say, like, we're going to go do this and this. And if you're good, then we'll get that. You know, so we kind of always give him some options and kind of explain. I try to really explain and set him up like, because I feel like if he kind of knows what the plan is, it just goes smoother. And if he gets upset, then I can remind him and be like, Oh, remember I said, if we did this, we still have one more store to go to. And then I told you would do that. Or halfway through, I can be like, you're being so good. I'm so proud. I can't wait to get you that McDonald's, you know, like, so, um, I don't know, our son needs a lot of encouragement. He really responds well to praising, you know, like Mm -hmm. the more rewards or that kind of acknowledgement, he tends to do good. But I feel like if we set him up and we explain uh, to him what's going to happen, but if I just, like, if I'm in a hurry and I just am like, get in the car, like, we got to go, it's going to be a disaster. Yeah. (laughs) So like I just I have learned and I'm sure that part of it is I'm older and I don't have the restraints like like Laura, you know, you're trying to get out the door, you're trying to get to your classroom, you've got school work and you've got all these responsibilities and you've got to get into daycare and get out and get yourself. That is very stressful and that, you know, I am not in that situation. So for me, it probably is a little easier in the fact that I can take a little bit more time and you know, set him up to, to feel good about it. You know, so I just find that when I'm hurrying and when I don't take the time to explain to him or when I'm like, mm-hmm. just get dressed, it doesn't go well. It doesn't go well. I'm just, I just should know right then that it's going to be a disaster. So I feel like if I set everything up and I just take the time and, you know, not be rushing because I feel like when sometimes when I'm rushing and I'm in a hurry and I have to get somewhere, mm-hmm. it causes anxiety you know, it causes Mm. him to kind of feel that. And it just always goes downhill. It's always a disaster. So I feel like the slower I go, the more prepared we are. It just seems to go way, way smoother.
0: Yeah, that's similar to me. So I my son doesn't really understand like, Oh, let's go to the store. Like he doesn't understand that yet. But things that I do, I cue him for like, um, like if we're going in an elevator, he doesn't like the sounds of it. So I'll have to say, oh, we're going in an elevator or it's going to be loud since he doesn't like the sounds. And then so, same thing when we're going outside, like once you exit the store, like the sun hits him and he doesn't like the brightness of it. So I'll just say, oh, it's going to be bright. It's going to be bright. So that way he has like, um, I guess you could say like a response or like some time to think about like, oh, it's going to be bright. So I'm not going to like worry about it or fuss about it. But yeah, those are our the small very things,
1: so. to the light. Too, and so I always have to tell him, "Don't look at the sun," because if he yeah. like it, then he'll sneeze, he'll sneeze, and it's like a whole big thing. And, and of course, there's COVID. Every time someone sneezes, they look at you, funny, Like, is your kid sick? So I always <laughs> I have to tell him, like, <laughs> "Don't look at the sun. Don't look at the sun." <laughs> so it's like a whole thing. Uh, so yeah, so I think just those warnings, I just yeah, kind of, little subtle reminders to kind of. I think it just makes it smoother, but again, that takes time, it takes patience and calmness. And sometimes let's face it, we're moms, we're in a hurry. We got a lot of we got a lot of shit to do. <laughs> and sometimes it's just not it's not, you know, it doesn't work out like we want it to. But I find if I just can take the time and back off of my get over myself <laughs> It tends to go a lot smoother, you
0: know? yeah, like sometimes um I because I try to charge my phone and then his phone, like my son has his own phone for watching his movies when we go out, and it's like I don't want him using my phone because I don't want him messing it up or cracking the screen or anything. I'm just like, sorry, miles, if I forget to charge your phone, like you're you can't watch movies today like while we're going out, like <laughs> sorry, but you're not <laughs> you're not using mine,
1: yeah, I yeah, my son started kind of wanting to use my phone, and I was- no, we're not even going to get that started. I try not.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> because he's, I mean, they, they, you know, they're tied to our, our hip all mm-hmm. day. I, I know my son is, he doesn't really leave my side at all. You no, know, because we're, we're so, uh, try not to let him get on my phone. His tablet is his tablet. And he has been pointing to phones on the Amazon, uh, trying to get us to buy him one. But I'm like, oh, <laughs> good grief.
0: How you guys co-slept with your kids when they're little? Oh, gosh. Our sons
1: slept with us until just recently. He had oh, a- really? I was worried about the baby tube, you know. Uh-
0: when did he get that taken out? Uh Just this past September. So it's a very Oh, so recently. Wow. Okay. So did you have to, um like, introduce him to, like, eating? Is that how that, that works? Or how does that work?
1: He took feeding therapy for years, for okay. basically all his life. So, yeah. So, he had to try different textures. I mean, some things he wouldn't try. Um, mm. He choked a lot. He wouldn't swallow it properly. So, yeah, it took years. And, honestly, it was only because of some medicine that he um, uh, started taking that made him have the desire to
0: eat. Oh, and once okay.
1: And kicked in, um, he... You know, was more interested in food, so he started eating, and it's very limited. But he is he is eating everything by by mouth, so he's doing really well. That's so good. I've heard a lot of people.
0: Um, they say that their kids they have like texture issues, like they don't eat a certain kind, or if it if it tastes like different, they won't they won't even try it. So. That must be super hard. Yeah. He, do you guys make has- the same meals as like you guys with him, or do you make separate meals for him?
1: It's mostly for him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My husband's a chef. So, um, oh, he can cook anything. And a lot of our meals, I mean, he's starting now, um, to eat more of the stuff that we eat. But mm-hmm. he, um, so he, he does, you know, my husband will make him a little plate, but he really prefers like, His hot dogs, mac and cheese. Um, Uh I was trying to think of some of the other things that he likes. I I started feeding him oatmeal in the mornings and that seems to be going really well. He likes that. He loves Lunchables, you know, so he definitely has his favorites. And my husband will definitely make, uh, we definitely cater cater to him um, a lot with his food, you know. Because if we don't, I mean... He could potentially like lose weight and it could become yeah. a whole thing. So we definitely catered him for
0: sure. You have like your own personal chef, don't you? <laughs>
1: I do. I've become very, very, very spoiled. <laughs> Does he work like at a
0: restaurant?
1: He works at um the Wild Horse Pass resort. Not not the casino.
2: Oh, nice.
1: Yeah. So he um yeah, I become quite. I don't know. Now I'm like, <laughs> I can't make anything until you get home.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, it's kind of kind of ridiculous, actually.
0: <laughs> yeah, my 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 boyfriend is the one that cooks out of both of us. So I'm just like, when are you getting home so you can make something? <laughs> It's so bad. But...
2: <laughs> I know. <Yep. laughs>
1: He's like, well, you can heat that up, or there's this, and I'm like, oh, that's gonna require me to do <laughs> <I'm like, "No.">
0: I <laughs> See, that's the thing. I'll like, I'll clean like all day, but I I don't want to cook. Like, it's <laughs> as long as he cooks, I'll clean.
1: <laughs> it's funny. I don't want to do that either. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's so funny okay so we're at the 38 minute mark did you guys want to have or do you guys have any other advice for everyone out there for going out or should we wrap this up for today or we still gotta do the um, the weekly trivia if you have that
2: let me pull it up yep I'm ready okay yeah I, I like already it told <laughs> who it was supposed to be so yeah. I went and looked up some interesting facts Ooh, let's hear it. Okay, you want me to go with uh, introducing last week's too? Because we didn't get that far either. Yes. Okay. okay. So last time I gave you some trivia on um, another artistic celebrity. The celebrity that I was referring to was Dan Aykroyd. This week, we're getting out of the actor world into the performer world in a different form. Um, This person defied the odds on Britain's Got Talent. Her YouTube video rendition of I Dreamed a Dream catapulted her from unknown to a global phenomenon. And her audition video was the most watched YouTube video in 2009 beating President Obama's inauguration five times over. Who am I talking about? You'll have to find out next time. Those are some really good um, clues. Uh, Do you guys remember who it is? I do because I think I'm the one that sent you it. Yeah, because one of you said you wanted this person. So I was like, all right, I'll look him up.
1: I don't know. So I'll have to tune in next week.
2: <laughs> I guess, yeah. Um, I forgot. I was still doing <laughs> that. To... But if you also YouTube the Dr- I Dream a Dream, it'll show up. It'll show up. Yeah. And remember. why fit in. When you were born to stand out.